Hi, I'm Mark Schroeder and welcome to my podcast. I'm a Christian who's convinced that the Bible is true and actually is the best way to get to know God, the one who has saved us in Jesus. This podcast is a collection of Bible bits and pieces, Bible talks that I've given in all kinds of contexts. You see, I'm an ordained Anglican minister working in Sydney, Australia as a college chaplain. My main role is to teach the Bible in a Peter 12 Anglican school. But also from time to time, I preach in church, I speak at youth groups, or I teach the Bible at other youth events. I hope that this podcast is a great way of you getting to know God a little bit better and helping you to figure out what it means to live for Him because of the saving work of Jesus Christ. G'day, welcome back. Uh, This is another talk, actually the last talk on a series from 1 Peter, uh, a series that I've done for teachers at my school. Uh, It's not a live sermon like you have heard previously in this series. Uh, Instead, uh, it's like a collection of interviews uh, and just casual conversations that I've had uh, with uh, a few teachers Um, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, It's a little bit different uh, and it's uh, just something I wanted to give a go at and um, I hope that it encourages you uh, to resist the devil uh, and to stand firm uh, knowing that the devil's prowling uh, but knowing also that we can uh, resist him and we can stand firm in our faith. Uh, I hope you enjoy. When I was at uni, there were a group of students who were exchange students from Canada. And um, uh, after a little bit of learning together, they started to talk in class about how they were really excited about uh, hiring those funky hippie vans and going on a little bit of a road trip around Australia come mid-semester break. Uh, In that moment, I got a little bit cheeky and I had that moment that many of us cheeky Aussies have had where you warn a foreign traveller about the drop bears uh, and to describe the drop bears even went to Google and Google drop bears and some other cheeky Australian out there has photoshopped this crazy koala to look like this uh, scary koala with huge fangs with blood dripping from it looking like it's just attacked somebody uh, and I showed these Canadians and they totally fell for it they they were totally worried and asking all about these drop bears until finally, as I described more and more in depth about how these drop bears jump down to the trees and grab onto your head and suck your brains out and all this sort of stuff, this crazy, silly description, they finally realized that I was just leading them on and having a good old stir. Uh, we, we know this fable, we know this story about uh, the, the terrible drop bears in Australia. Uh, but the reality is it's good to be warned about uh, dangerous creatures or dangerous things when you go on holidays or when you go on an adventure. Uh, well, Peter actually continues now and he, and he continues to a point where he's actually wrapping up his letter in 1 Peter chapter 5 uh, to give a travel warning for the scattered Christians, for us foreigners in this world. And he uh, writes and he says in chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, he says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. 
Now this is a really helpful uh, warning, I reckon. It's like being warned about the funnel web spider or the redback spider if you came to Australia on a holiday. You want to know about these creatures because you don't want to get bitten by them. Well, likewise, for Christians, this is a powerful illustration for us to be on guard, to look out because the devil is active and he's looking for someone to devour. When you consider this illustration for the original hearers, I reckon it would have served as quite a powerful illustration for them because what could have they in fact face in the Roman amphitheater? It would have literally been a lion. You see, the illustration is clear. Satan is active in this world and is prowling. He is an enemy and he is an enemy that we ought to resist. As we live as strangers here in this world, as we live as foreigners, as outsiders, as people who do not belong here, we've got to look out for this prowling, roaring lion. But the question is, how do we, verse 9, resist him? How do we stand firm in our faith? Well, I'm actually not going to answer that question. I'm going to leave that for the staff in our school. Uh, I've interviewed just a few staff from our school here at Broughton and asked them uh, this question. I've asked them, if because there is a lion that is prowling, how do we actually resist him? What are the things that you have done or what are the things that you think that we can do to resist this roaring lion? As you listen to their responses, maybe you might uh, have a response or an answer to that question. So remember the question is, how do we, or how have you resisted the prowling lion, and what do you recommend to other Christians? If you've got something to contribute, or you've got a statement to make about uh, how you think we as Christians can resist this prowling, roaring lion, then feel free to send me a voice message via the Anchor app in the link in the description. All right, everybody, I'm here with uh, Glenn McPherson. He's one of our Year 6 teachers. Um, and so, Glenn, uh, what do you reckon about the question that we're posing? Um, well, in terms of resisting the prowling lion, yeah. um, I, I think for me personally, largely it comes back to how well I know my maker yeah. um, and how well I know myself. The, especially the, the parts of me that I don't like to look at very much. Yeah. Um, so how, 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 do I, how do I resist those? Probably through making error yeah. um, initially. Yeah. And then biblical, critical reflection, yeah. repentance, yeah. prayer, yeah. Um, fleeing yeah. <laughs> when, where appropriate. Um, all of which I think is done when I have time and space yeah. to be able to sit under God and know my know myself um, in Christ. Know that uh, none none of us can stand on our own. Mm. So it's very it's very easy to be humble when you're looking at Jesus from yeah. the foot of the cross and go, I've got nothing to offer yeah. other than myself. But in terms of resisting, yeah. that's a that's a personal challenge, and it's yeah. something which we need to struggle with regularly. Um, and we're not going to get better at it if we don't, like all things, mm. have a go, mm. knowing knowing the areas where we're not strong. Um, 
and seeking some sort of support. So in, in terms of how, what would I recommend to others? Uh, I would, I would say set aside time for reflection. Mm. Think through the day, even in just a little bit. Mm. Um, commit it to prayer mm. and ask God to help you notice when you're drifting mm. um, and then actively, where possible, put things in place. So uh, if you know that you'll be tempted by certain things, it might be a matter of just not having them in your life. Yeah. That might be the end result of that. Or, and that's part of that, um, what you said earlier on, uh, be prepared to fail. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, which is pretty risky, you think, as a Christian. Mm. Um, and to be honest, I, I, think, I don't think I've heard of many people that would say that. Mm. And I don't, maybe we don't say it enough. Mm. You know, how to be prepared to fail, but in being prepared to fail, we know that the grace of God is still active. Yes. Um, but it... It is being prepared to fail uh, in the midst of deep and critical and careful reading of God's word. Yes. Because yes. if, you're, if you're just going, oh, I'm prepared to fail without actually um, being informed for what God actually wants us to do, well, then you're, you're going to keep on sinning, right? You're going to mm. keep on um, not resisting yeah. the prowling devil who wants yes. to devour. Yes. And you're also not going to mature. So yeah. when Paul talks about, you know, developing yourself as a as a Christian, it's yeah. it's not having the, the little kid stuff anymore. Yeah, that's what a little kid does. They they willingly embrace error, but they don't actually learn from the error. They yeah. just well, I just did a dumb thing. I'll go and do yeah. another dumb thing. Yeah. The as Christians, I think we're called to to live our lives yeah. in light of the gospel. Yeah, but and part of that means you're going to make a mistake. Yeah, but you you're also called to be something different. Yeah, that's right. There's that Two. flea, like you said before. Yeah. Right? How often we go, oh, wow, I've just really stuffed up there and so you force it to your knees to repent. But then two weeks later, you haven't fleed that thing, that yes. same problem. Yes. And, and, um, and so there you find yourself again doing the thing that you do not want to do. Yeah. Like, again, to pick up this Paul, but, mm. but the same idea, right, mm. About, mm. about sin and repentance and, and being sanctified. And, yeah. Um, yeah, or what, what Wilberforce might call a cultural Christian. So, yeah. you know, they... They have, they're always under grace, so they can never do anything wrong. Yeah. And th- therefore, I can continue to make error, and that, that's okay because I'm covered by grace, which yeah. is not, no way. not a biblical um, con- concept of resisting. Yes, correct. Um, and re- resistance requires something to resist against. Yeah. Um, so acknowledging that those things are there, I think, is healthy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes it means you've got also, uh, if you're a... If you're someone who has a good network of mm. people around you mm. to help you resist, who know yeah. you well, to go, that's a weakness for you, buddy. Yeah. Someone to keep you accountable. Yeah. And um, for me, that's my wife, yeah. um, my parents, yeah. um, my church community, mm-hmm. and being, being comfortable enough to be, to be challenged and open to, yeah. to receiving, yeah chastisement i suppose yes. for, for want of a better word um with the aim of being able to see what's going on and mm. do something about it you know that, that song um show show me uh my wicked ways and set me free that kind mm. of old song like sometimes you need it to be shown to you because yes. you're blind to it yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then once you can see it you can say well okay well now now what do i do is there a way for me to avoid this is there a way for me to 
strengthen that part of my life so that mm. when I'm thinking about this, I can change that into something else. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a growth mindset, essentially, with, yeah. but with Jesus, yeah, with as, Jesus as the thing that you're growing towards yeah. Yeah. rather than you know, some other human ideology that you're yeah. growing towards. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Uh, so everybody, I'm here right now with Danny Cooper, and Danny's one of our uh, property guys. Hi, Danny. Hey, Mike. Um, so the question is, how do we, uh, or how have you, resisted the prowling lion? Um, and even, what would you recommend to people? Well, I'd certainly love to be able to practice what I preach better than what I do, but I think to be soaking ourselves in Scripture, to be constantly dwelling on what Christ has done on the cross, mm. and I think the more we think about the price he paid the more we realize the seriousness of our sin mm. and yeah and what it cost jesus mm. so to be dwelling on that i think helps when we're faced with different temptations uh, to step back and see the gospel from a, a bigger perspective mm. i like um so often we say as christians we've got to get stuck into the bible and we've got to read it um, and we're going to soak ourselves in it. Like, I like that's a really beautiful phrase, actually. Like, you think of a sponge that's absolutely saturated. Like, there's no more space in that sponge for any more water. And, in fact, as you try to put it in, it just runs off it, right? So, if only we were like that when it comes to the Word of God. Mm. Um, but for you, like, what is, what, how do you read the Bible? Like, do you, do you have a method? Yeah, so I do a one-year plan um, where it takes you through the whole Bible in a year. So, for example, day one will be... Uh, Genesis chapter 1 and 2, Matthew chapter 1, Psalm 1, mm. day 2 will then be Genesis 3 and 4, so on. Mm. Like that. Do you find that you actually do that every day or do you have days where you forget? Or yeah, you so if you, if you, I guess by the end of the year I might end up a few weeks <laughs> over. <laughs> so, still in, so still my, in my, my restart date creeps a little each yeah, year. So. Yeah, cool. That's good, but that's the reality of it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. The, certainly the aim. Yeah, your aim and your motivation is to be saturated in God's Word so you know what God wants. And so that you can resist the evil one. So, Thanks, Eves. That's really helpful. No Appreciate worries. it. Uh, so, good everyone. Uh, here we are with the Creative Arts Faculty, uh, and we're thinking about this question: uh, How do we, or how have you, resisted the prowling lion? Creative Arts. What do you reckon? The verse goes on to say about being sober and things like that yeah. um, not talking about you know <laughs> with the drinking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know I, I drink not really um, but anyway um, but it, it's to be so it also goes on to say to be alert mm. um, and I think within our families within our church families to help each other in that way by maybe sharing scripture mm. um, to understand the real mm. uh, the realness I guess of, for lack of a better word of what's the devil his attacks on us yeah have you done it with your kids do you do that, do that in your family like so um, read the Bible with your kids and your wife yeah, yeah yeah we do like a family devotion and just have a bit of a chat about it or well i chat about it the kids just sit there yeah <laughs> um but yeah we just talk and yeah just to, i think just to talk about scriptures and and encourage each other with different scriptures yeah um to be able to be uh, to give us to give us ammo as it were yeah that's cool 
to put into our into our whatever, into our guns to be able to um, take on the line. Yeah, take on the line. That's good. I like it. Yeah, I think the enemy would love us to disqualify ourselves yeah. as sons of God. That's that's his aim, isn't it? To mm. condemn us where we slip up, where we fail to tell us that we're no good, to tell us that uh, we can't achieve what the, what the scriptures encourage us in. So that's his tool. So um, staying alert to, to that mindset is to encourage one another that you know, if we hear his word today, mm. don't harden our hearts, respond mm. to, the, to the word that we hear. And that you know the Lord loves us as a father and keeps loving us. Mm. It's helpful. It's really interesting. Just before that, uh, it talks about humbling yourself before God's mighty yeah. hand, and just in kind of my personal experience in life, um, sometimes the roaring lion actually enters as a little cat it's really subtle and it comes in the form often of um not prioritizing god where he should be Mm. um that work or even family or responsibilities or my to-do list all of that stuff consumes my mind so much um that uh it just allows that little gateway for the lion to come in mm-hmm. and be like, you know, this is where your energy, this is where your focus, this is where everything should be. And actually, that's quite a proud place to be, mm-hmm. that all this stuff is more important than my almighty God. Mm-hmm. So just starting with like humbling yourself and mm-hmm. reprioritizing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think that um, for me, two things. Um, I think... Um, worship can be really important Mm. I think um, you know even this morning um, just as we were singing it is well with my soul you know just it's that you you go into worship and it's that reminder it just puts God in that place um, where he should be and it reminds you that you know, all those other things come after him and, you know, whether it's, um, you know, meeting in it as a church family or it's, you know, maybe even just like in the car or, you know, putting on a worship CD or something like that, that can actually change and just put, change your perspective yeah. and you know, keep that lion out. Yeah. 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 And the other thing is um, I have, you know, two friends, um, you know, I guess as a single person, I have two friends who um, I know that I can be vulnerable with. And um, I guess I I would call them my prayer partners. And, um, yeah, they ask me honest questions and... Um, you know, generally care about me and ask me how I'm doing and, mm. yeah, and I think that's really important to have those people who, mm. yeah. Oh, why would we think that we could take on the line alone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How cool yeah. that we've got family and friends to yeah. to mm. take it down. Mm. But better than that, we've got the Lord, like, mm. but... Yeah. Um, my, my reaction was the same. 
uh, in verse 9, it says you can resist him because you know that the family of believers yeah. throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Yeah. Um, and the only, the only way to really understand what's going on in the family of believers is to be a part of them. Mm. And mm. so it's through growth group and uh, being able to be honest with people uh, within that community uh, that I can be of sober mind mm. and know the struggles that they're going in to mm. and support each other as we aim to resist. Yeah. Mm. Gold. Mm. Um, yes, I'm saying hello. Uh, <laughs> that I've really found helpful and uh, just in my own life is um, so even like my faith is not mine so I receive faith through the word that I hear so I think my first point for me is that I must be receiving the word of the mm. Lord in my mm. life which I receive at the communion table um, so I'm meeting there regularly to hear what the Lord has to say to me mm. um, but what the Lord says to me is always um, not to condemn me or uh, anything like that but actually to bring me into a fellowship with him so mm. I then go to the secret place or to prayer mm. um, with the word that I've heard, with the faith mm. that I am a son of God, to join in fellowship with the Lord. And it's there as well as then fellowship with the brethren, as everyone said here, fellowship um, with the body of Christ in our place, that we are a member in particular in the mm. body of Christ, that that is really the three things, hearing the word, meeting the Lord, being planted with the brethren um, that I'm really established as a son and so the lion or the devil prowling as a lion can't, cannot even reach me he cannot mm. go there mm. so that is where I'm planted and that's where we're secure yeah thanks the, the problem for me is is that um, are we still recording? Yeah. yeah, nobody Jeez, wants I hope to be. So. Yeah, it's going to be pearls <laughs> dropped here. <laughs> uh, no, anyway. um, the the problem is, I get. I, it's a really good opportunity to be sober and and um, built up, and to think clearly, particularly when you're around other Christians. Um, but the 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 prowlings will happen mm. often when you're out of those contexts mm. and that's where it counts, yeah. I think, sometimes. Mm. And so how that works and, and what strategies you put in place based on what you keep hearing from God's word, I think, is is interesting and that, that may come mm. individually to each person. Mm. Yeah. I'm just thinking of guys particularly, perhaps, and, it, and it's a growing issue with, with women as well in terms of porn. Yeah. So, it, it, guys, and again, I'll just make it gender specific. Guys know what biblical teaching is with regard to sexual purity, um, but it's in those moments of weakness or yeah. boredom or yeah. Yeah. where, um, when the prowling really happens, right. and it's knowing, or the it's, it's being ready yeah. for those moments. Yeah, to play with that illustration, right? If you know the lion is prowling over in the fields of, you know, over there, you're mm. not going to go over there, right? Mm, mm. So um, if you know that you fall into sin mm. when you go to a certain room or deal with a certain instrument, 
mm. um, don't don't go there, don't touch it. Mm. You know, that what's that kid song? Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Mm. Mm. Um, same thing. So, don't know it. Keep singing. No, I'm not singing. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think just with what Wayne was saying, I think it's and I, I know I don't do it regularly, but it's important. That's why it's important to have that quiet time. Yeah. Um, to have that, either whenever we have it. Yeah. Um, but to have that quiet time. Yeah. To then again be charged or, yeah. or to have that ammunition yeah. to then know, okay, the the lines over there. Yeah. <clears throat> not gonna I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's gold. Thanks, Creative Arts. Love your work. Get a help. Bye. See ya. Bye. Well, I reckon that that was really helpful. Uh, the three things that I uh, I've remembered from those interviews is that as we resist this prowling, roaring lion who wants to devour us, as we resist him and stand firm, what we need to do is to get stuck into God's word. We want to gather together with God's people and even remember God's people uh, around the world. And we also need to take opportunities to reflect on how we are actually applying God's word for us. Uh, I hope this has been a a wonderful encouragement to you and it um, has spurred you on in your faith. And I hope that it helps you to stand fast in the hope that you have as God's elected, holy, chosen people. I hope that uh, as you live as a stranger in this world, you will um, remain firmly established in our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, I hope that was an encouraging opportunity for you to learn something more from God's Word about how He has loved us and how He has saved us and who He calls us to be in Jesus. Feel free to get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK underscore Schroeder. Thank you.